Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Crash Rhythm's Play It Forward podcast and the first episode of the new year. Happy New Year. Uh, I think as, uh, as any podcast should start off in the new year, we talk about, of course, New Year's resolutions with a musical spin. So please enjoy this episode of our podcast. And if you want to watch the episode of the podcast, you can find it on our YouTube channel, which is just Crash Rhythm. So go watch it there. And in the meantime, enjoy listening to it here. Happy New Year! Yeah. We're back. Better We're back. We're, We're back. back, baby. Another year. It feels uh, the exact same as last year so far. <laughs> so far. But what to expect, right? Uh, so I think, uh, you know, this year, well, everyone's talking about this when it comes to January 1st. Everyone is always making New Year's resolutions. And personally, I never make New Year's resolutions because I believe that um, I can better myself and then quit any time of year. <laughs> exactly. I follow right? the same principle, really, but... Uh... Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, you know, if, if you decide you want to do something, then you can just, just do it. Uh, just and do it. honestly, like, January, for me, is just never, like, a great time to just start something new because it's, like, I'm just coming off of, you know, the break and stuff, and it's just, like, I just want to, like, get into the year and then figure it out from there. <laughs> but um, that all being said, um, the topic of our podcast this week is for uh for um new year's resolution so for those of you who are not watching our video and are listening to our podcast uh in your ears <laughs> welcome to the first crash rhythms play it forward podcast of 2021 my name is hillary and i'm joined this week by malcolm hello and matt hello <laughs> wow the exact same timbre <laughs> beautiful beautiful so how are you guys doing how were your how were your breaks well i finally feel like my body is no longer filled completely with cheese and charcuterie board um ingredients um i think over the holidays i realized that charcuterie board is really its own food group um so it's finally i'm coming down from the charcuterie board high a little bit and uh returning to regular um diet consumption yes that's fair. I feel like I, I it, similarly, I was making like big breakfasts every day. Yeah. And now I'm back to my like yogurt, granola and honey combo. Uh, and that's brought me down, down to earth a little bit for sure. Yeah. I like apple <laughs> what about sauce you, in the morning too. Apple sauce is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back yeah. to the reg. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know, like nothing is different for me. Like, I feel like the amount of work that I'm doing still seems about the same. Like, I maybe got like five or six days off, but uh, I was already working from home before the pandemic started. So it's just like a continuation of what I was already doing like a year. More of the same. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, um, over the break, I was doing like a lot of painting and a lot of like renovating and stuff like that. So a part of me was like, I'm kind of excited to get back to work because then I won't be doing as laborious tasks. Like I'll have more stuff to do, but I won't be like up on a ladder, you know, like, or ripping wallpaper or painting and all that. So just type it. That's, uh, that's, that's a nice break. But uh, anyways, so our theme of, of this podcast, the first one of 2021, it only seems appropriate that we talk about our musical New Year's resolutions. So these are ways that we're going to try to better ourselves musically, I suppose, over the course of the year. And I mean, the three of us have already sat down and talked about kind of how we're going to 
you know, approach the new year when it comes to like teaching online, because that's obviously a big challenge. Uh, something that we've been kind of experimenting with already, but like now that we have all this experience, we're like, well, how can we streamline it? How can we make it better? How can we improve it and deal with this, you know, terrible, I want to say dish, a terrible dish that's been presented to us. I can't yeah. be right. I, I get what? what you're saying. It's gotta be, there's gotta be a, a, a phrase that's better than that, but that's what I'm going to say. So we've been given a dish and it's not very good, but we're going to eat it. We're going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to eat it. Cold. So yeah, exactly. Serve cold. You can't eat it with anybody else, but we're just going to eat it. <laughs> uh, so my first, I'll, I'll, we'll start with me. How does that sound? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that. So I'm thinking. This is your show. This is my show. I make yeah. the rules. So you guys can just sit back and just wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, so something that I like to do every year is uh, over the course of the year is I create a playlist of new music that I've discovered that year. That's and fun. It is fun. And I've only been doing it for the past three years. So this will be, no, this will be the third year that I've done it. I've done one for the summertime all the time, but I've been doing year long playlists. So I'm always on the hunt for new music. Uh, and basically once I find a band that I really like, I take a track I really like and I throw it on the playlist. So in January, the playlist might be like four tracks long, five tracks long. But then by the time I get to December, like, actually, I wonder what my 2020 playlist, how long it is. Cause I think it's pretty darn long, but yeah, it's just anything. And it doesn't have to be a, a, a song that came out that year. It's just like an artist or a song that I got into that year. Mm -hmm. So my 2020 playlist, look at this. Oh my gosh is 42 songs long. Nice. Nice. That's a hefty playlist. It's only yeah. two and a half hours. I mean, that's like a, a good little social gathering if you could even have those these days, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, I remember know. playing 2019 playlist like at the cottage a lot and like, you know, outside and like hanging out with friends. Cause like there's some, there's always some bops on there, but yeah. So I, I think for me, my, uh, my goal is to really hunt down these new bands that's one of my new year's resolutions. Cause usually I just let them come to me naturally, but my goal is I want to see how big I can make my new playlist this year. Let's cool. see if we can get it to 43 songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That'd be the dream. Yeah. One more, one more song. Yeah, exactly. That's the dream. <laughs> one more. What about you, Matt? So for me, um, for those of you who don't know anything about me, um, I studied graphic design and advertising in, uh, in college and university. And uh, one of the things I'd like to focus on this year is just like increasing the strength of the convergence between my musical background and my like visual creative background. Um, and I think I'm going to try to pursue some more work in motion graphics and all that, because I think there's a really strong uh, convergence there between uh, music and rhythm as well as visual creative uh, work. Totally. So. Um, that's sort of my focus is to find more ways to, to converge my musical background with my creative art background. Oh, I love that little combo, little combo effect there. And I'm sure Malcolm knows a lot about that too. We've, we've talked before about like how, I don't know, just having this innate, uh, rhythmic, yeah. uh, sense makes it easier to make edits. Like totally. there's a rhythm to editing similar to there's a rhythm of, of music, right? Mm. Right. And I think Malcolm and I actually talked about it on a podcast where we were discussing um, be, how, things that being a dr drummer, how we feel it's affected our regular life mm -hmm. and like made mm -hmm. us better in, in other areas. And that was one of the things Malcolm said was his video editing. Yeah. And it was something that I was like, I didn't even think about that, but like, yeah, 
Yeah, to it. That checks out. It's, and we were saying it's like one of those things where if you're watching a commercial, you don't notice that it's there, but you'll notice if it's not there. Yeah. It's a thankless job. Because <laughs> you like, you want to be like, as an editor, you want to be invisible pretty much. Right. Like, you don't want any of the edits to stand out or anything. And it's kind of weird because, like, the mark of like a good editor is that you don't notice any of their work, basically. Yeah. And it's uh, thankless. Right. Yeah. And motion graphics, too, it's even because you're kind of like calling attention to, like, you're visually calling attention to the music or, you know, whatever you're editing to. Um, but it still kind of seems invisible when you're. Yeah. It's got to be like fluid and the, the relationship between what you're seeing and what you're hearing has to be seamless. If yeah. there's any like visible seams, then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, um, a novice, so, but I mean, I know all the terms. I know the jargon, so I know what you're talking about, obviously. <laughs> I feel like Matt, I know, Matt, before you came on the call, Malcolm was just like saying things to me that I was just like, you mean, oh yeah, okay, I know, I know that, I know that, and then... <laughs> He's like, ah, the guy was doing auto. I'm like, what's auto? What's he doing? <laughs> and I was like, sure, 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 sure. Um, Malcolm, hit us with my, it. My uh, musical resolution is to, um, I would love to like expand um, my guitar playing and maybe play with some people this year, do some jamming. Um, I've like jammed with people on drums. I've, you know, been in like, school bands and stuff and like regular rock bands and that type of thing playing drum set but uh i haven't really done anything like that with guitar and i think i'd also like to experiment with like recording a little bit as well and just kind of yeah. see what that whole world is like i've kind of fiddled with it like i have logic on my computer that i kind of play around with sometimes but nothing um to like really write home about so i'd really like to you know maybe by the end of the year just like have a song that i can be like look i did it very cool. I love that. You know, it's and funny. you can I'm edit only... to get, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and you can edit it together so... professionally. Yeah. I can make a music video. <laughs> yeah. You have exactly. all the skills. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I've got train tracks at the base of my property. If you want to film a music video. That's where the yeah. album covers. Oh yeah. Um, safely, of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> but that's like the first thing, as soon as I got this house and my friend was just like, oh my gosh, you can make so many music videos down there. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I agree. It's funny because I've done a, I've done some of the like, virtual jam stuff. I haven't done one uh, with an adult yet. <laughs> this like during lockdown, and I would love to do that. Actually, that's not true because we did the virtual um, jump line jam. Right. And that was a lot of fun. That was like a year ago now, almost. It's like I, ten months ago. That was Music Monday, which I believe Music Monday is in April. Okay. Or May. I thought it was like the very beginning of lockdown March, but still. Maybe it's March. It's yeah, crazy. It, was, it was, it was pretty early on. I just rewatched it the other day. So everyone should go to our uh, YouTube and rewatch it. Cause it's pretty awesome. I love that. I love like, it, it was one of the favorite things I've like put together. Like I, I just thought it was so great. And just like all the stuff that people grabbed to play with, I think it was just like, <laughs> it was so awesome. It's just like so quintessential junk line, just like, not perfect, but like a good time, good beats. You know what I mean? Just kind of like, woo! <laughs> that should be the motto. That should be on the banner for Crash, Crash Rhythm. Woo! <laughs> Not perfect. Good beats. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, not the woo. Got it, yeah. yeah. yeah not the woo. Not quite you perfect. You can put the woo at yeah. the end, but everything sure, else. Sure, sure. 
go before it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I like that. I'm prepared. I'm prepared to change the slogan at, at the drop of a hat. So yeah, I love that. Um, so okay, number two, my second musical New Year's resolution is I I want to play more drum set, but not just drum set. I um I've always really like admired drummers who make a hi-hat snare drum and bass drum sound amazing and just like it never seems boring and it's just like so tight and just like um another genre of music that i've been really getting into over the break just stumbled upon it on youtube is like um it's called jazz hop or lo-fi hip-hop and it's just this like really nice like jazz piano or guitar with like a real simple it's like kind of drum set and it's just like a hair behind the beat and it's just really like oh yeah oh uh, that's what i'm talking about and it's just like that kind of vibe and i love that i've been listening to it like non-stop just everyone should check it out on uh, youtube it's called the jazz hop cafe and they have a ton of like these instrumental uh, playlists that they've made and put on youtube it's awesome um but just like that kind of drumming so not only do i want to play drum set more but i want to play drum set more without toms and just kind of like really hone the skills of like the chops needed at a really really like limited drum set mm -hmm. the bread and butter the bread and butter yeah exactly it actually inspired me to do a lesson plan this week with one of my students where i was like let's do drum fills but without toms and let's just like really like challenge ourselves and see what like the ones we can have on this so like i wrote a few and then he's gonna write a few and then we're gonna play them together like at our next lesson nice and i think it's gonna be really cool so i'm excited to see that one sweet but yeah do you guys play drum set much or at all it's been a, a little bit um i don't have my drum set here it's not not set up here for me to play um but there was a while, about a year ago, where I was getting really back into it again. But, uh, you know, it's tough when you're in a pandemic scenario and lots of people are home and the drum set uh -huh. is very loud. Mm -hmm. um, so. Gotta get a well, and I bought my electric drum set for that reason and then ended up buying a house. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Drums, man. Sorry? Yeah. Gotta get like, some electronic drums. Yep, yep. Yes, I do. Pew, 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 pew. That kind of yeah, that's it. I can finally get the okay, perfect yeah. tom tone from uh, the Hawaii Five O theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. What about perfect you, tom tom? I've never really heard like heard you play. Like, well, I've never heard you play drum set, but I mean, I've never heard you talk about playing drum set. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I mean, like, I was playing uh, like definitely like in high school before I joined band. I was playing drum set a lot, um, but I was mostly playing rock band, which is like, oh, in sure. my opinion kind of the same thing anyway um yeah i mean i was like i do have like an acoustic and electronic kit like sitting in the back room um i usually like set up my electronic kit and play rock band like every once in a while like i'll have some people over and have like a little rock band party or something um but yeah like, like it's, it's 2010 been, yeah like it's 2010 exactly <laughs> it's been, yeah i played rock band been, Friday. yeah it's been a minute since i've been like super interested in playing drum set um like just really wanted to like sit down and like jam out and groove out i just feel like i get my kick just having like my practice pad set up and being able to just hack for a few minutes and i'm like yeah all right that's all i need yeah i know i hear you and it's like especially like for me drumming so much for work it's mm -hmm. like it's sometimes hard to it's just like anyone who does who their job is their passion it's tough to sometimes like find like that thing that you're like i'm just gonna do this for me right like just to make yeah. me better just for my own fun and enjoyment because like even though we love drumming so much like i drum all the time and it sometimes loses a bit of the 
Man. Like every time I pick up sticks and hit a pad, it's like for a, a child, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's sometimes tough to like, just whip out. Like I used to all the time, just like search up music online and just sit down and just kind of like hack it out. I think I've stumbled upon a new new year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. Hack it out more. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I have the same thing with, uh, with like editing and stuff and, um, like even trying out like different visual effects and that type of thing. Like I'm usually, usually when I get a chance to do it, I'm like between projects where I just kind of don't even want to think about editing or anything like that. So it can be tough yeah. to just like sit down and like, you know, try to learn something new or even just like practice what you already know when like you're just doing it so often for work. Cause like, um, I remember like in like college and high school, it was like, oh, I was taking a break from like my schoolwork or whatever to do this thing that I like. But now, like when I take a break from it, I feel like I need to do something like completely different. Like can't be even be at the computer type of deal. Yeah. You need to do yeah. high school work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I need to start doing homework. <laughs> like, man, this video editing is really draining me. I'm gonna go do some calculus, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, uh, Matt, what's your second New Year's resolution? Um, so last year, I had the opportunity to do some virtual band um, projects where I was working with um, audio recordings, and I found that I actually quite enjoyed that. I'd like to dive a little deeper into doing some like audio production and all that sort of stuff because I have uh, Logic and all that on my computer. Um, I'd like to maybe write some stuff, try doing some uh, producing, or even just working on whatever projects come my way. Because uh, I did enjoy that, and I think it'd be interesting to sort of expand that toolkit. Yeah, yeah I, it's tough for me because, like, I was really getting into that stuff, and then I my computer kind of died, and then I went solely to the iPad. And truly, the only thing I miss about the computer was, like, having Ableton and doing, like, this, the editing of, like, songs and recording and being able to do that, even with the kids, right? Even being able to, like, do that at lessons. And they really love doing that, like recording themselves, playing something and then listening to it back and then layering tracks on top of themselves. Like that was a lot of fun. And uh, it's just not the same on an iPad, right? Like, especially when I had already paid for, you know, really good software for the computer. Yeah. Right. So, but I um, found out that I can get back to it. Uh, it's just the battery's dead. And my battery and my charger died at the same time. So I was really thrown for a loop. <laughs> huh. Uh, which um charger do you have because i might i might have a, a an extra one. Oh my gosh well, that'd be incredible because i can get right back to it um it's like uh well i'll tell you right now i got my macbook in 2010 when i graduated high school you have your charge uh we can talk about it later we'll talk about hey let's connect offline actually we can't let's connect online but a different type of online <laughs> yes <laughs> let's loop around let's, let's just loop about. around to that at the end. this podcast yeah, is yeah. now fixing hillary's laptop 101 <laughs> yeah and then the other thing is for some reason i can't connect it to the wi-fi so i need to have it like plugged in ethernet hilarious so, you should have seen me editing uh the music for the junior red coat uh like virtual song that they did for christmas i was just in the middle of the living room one cable going to the wall one cable going to the router and just like on my piano bench <laughs> it was quite a sight it was quite a sight all right, Malcolm, what is your, your musical resolution? My musical resolution. Thank is... you for putting in a sentence. <laughs> that, is <laughs> Thank you for also, that is me trying to come up with my answer. It's the Michael Scott method of I'll start a sentence and see where it takes me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, my musical... <laughs> 
I like had one too, and I totally, I totally lost it. Um, <laughs> crap, this is embarrassing. Okay, plug your plug your ears and think about it while Matt and I talk about you behind your back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because uh, he has the office background behind him, and he's pulling yeah, the Michael like Scott method of. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good. That is very good. I uh, it also, if I could add in another one, because I remember, and, and even Malcolm saying he wants to do better at guitar, learn more about guitars. Like I've been playing more piano in 2020, and I would love to get better at sight reading like two hands. Because like mm. when I was sight reading melody, especially like a full stack with like marimba and or vibraphone or whatever, um, you only are hitting four at a time, right? You can't hit more than four at a time. So it's just like that much harder for me to like process. And I really want to get better at this because I always considered sight reading percussion to be like my superpower and right. and here i am not even able to like barely sight read piano music I'm like it's such a different the, game it is I, it really I, is i i definitely uh, can relate to the the whole sight reading uh per marching percussion stuff as as like a superpower and then i go over to piano it's like oh oh i feel like i'm a yeah. snail come so yeah <laughs> Well, it's almost weird because like, like with marching percussion, like specifically, like specifically playing the snare drum, right? Like pretty much like you, like since we know all the rudiments, like there's only like there's yeah. what 40 main rudiments and like they're just groups of four usually. So as soon as yeah. like you kind of like get your head around that, like it's it, there's like and like it's only the rhythm too. like there's just rhythm and sticking. That's kind of the only things you're worrying about. And stick height. And yeah, but like, you know, if like nine times out of 10, a paradiddle is going to have like an accent on the downbeat type of deal. Like it's yeah. fairly uh, easy. It, it's a very like anticipatory, right? Like it's easy yeah. to anticipate what's coming next because we, we have so much experience with the patterns and we have so much experience with like this rudiment being followed by this rudiment or this rudiment being approached in this way. Like we've seen it all. Yeah. So it's right. So there's a lot of that guess, right? But I, I mean, I do think, I mean, I know for a fact that that is similar with piano, right? Like the more you play piano, the more that chord progressions make sense, the more that like inversions make sense. So yeah. like in your head, you're just like, well, I know it's going to come after this. It's going to be something like this. And then when you see all the music, you're like confirmed, right? And, and that kind of fits in. And like the more you play piano, the better your, your ear training is to like, oh, I'm playing this song. Well, I know that the melody is ba da 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 And I know that's like do re mi fa or whatever, right? And then it's kind of easier to just plug it in. So, so that fits in with my, uh, with my resolution that I came up with beforehand um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, i think i really want to like push myself in terms of um this is all relating to guitar playing like um push myself in terms of like understanding music theory and like chord progressions and that type of thing i feel like uh with drums like i could throw on a song and be able to like pretty much play along to the song like flawlessly like following like the chord to verse transition or not sorry um chorus to verse transitions like that type of thing like i feel like i have a pretty good sense of that already with drums um and like in my head when i'm playing guitar like i know kind of like where i want to go and like what i can hear in my head but i can't like translate it to yeah. what i what like the notes actually are um i've been i've tried to learn music theory so many times and every time i just kind of get bored of it like i don't know yeah. it's hard for me to I mean, like I think it's, it's almost, uh, it's, it's easier. Well, first of all, it's easier to learn theory when you're an adult and you actually want to, but yeah. also it, it, I think there's a big part of it is this kind of like this learn as you go. And then you feel like you've hit a roadblock and then you try to understand why. Right. Yeah. And like the, the, when you get that 
kind of um, get to the point where you want to learn the theory, then learn it. Like that makes it that much easier to learn, right? Like I think if you just sit down as an adult even and proactively try to learn theory and you don't understand the full journey yet, it just seems like, this is so boring. But when you're just like, man, like I really wanna be able to do that thing. Why don't I understand that? Oh, it's because I don't understand keys properly or it's because I don't understand this properly. And then you look into it like, oh my gosh, it all makes so much sense. That's so exciting. I can't wait to get to the guitar and try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's, so, I mean, that's my advice to you. Don't feel like you need to push too far ahead with the theory because yeah. it could be boring, right? It is. I mean, truly theory is often dry. <laughs> yeah, especially in like grade, 12, um, like grade 12 music. I like totally checked out. I, I got by solely on like my percussion talent alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I remember in high school, like grade 11, 12, I didn't, um, I didn't have to do much of the tests because... I was taking grade seven or I had my grade two rudiments um, through the theory advanced rudiments. That's like the RCM level of um, uh, theory. Right. And it was way higher than anything we were doing in high school. So it was just kind of like, no well, you pass that. So yeah, I remember me and like a few other kids who had done that. were just kind of like, just kind of coasting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding now that like my technique is a lot more solid and like I can move around the guitar and like just play it like yeah. just kind of without thinking much about it. It's like making the theory a lot easier to understand. Cause like I only have to focus on like the literal like notes instead of like, how do I play these notes and like, where are they type of deal? Totally. So that's definitely something like I've noticed like the past little bit when I've tried to dive into theory a little bit, like, it makes it a lot easier to like translate between the two. Whereas like yeah. if I just like when I first started playing, I tried to do some theory stuff and like the, the compounding, like, I don't know how to play the guitar and I don't know anything about music theory. It just, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really combative. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I just wish that like I knew piano, the, I understood piano the way I understand drums and I wish I understood guitar the way I understand piano. Like, it's just this, you know what I mean? Like, like I can play the guitar, but it's kind of like that. Like I don't fully, like I couldn't improvise on guitar. Yeah. Like for sure I couldn't. So, because it's just like, I just need to figure it out. I mean like, but I have the knowledge. I don't know guys, man. You know what? Let's just shut it down. 2021. Never mind. Let's just all go to bed. Wake yeah. up in 2022. How's that sound? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds good. Bye. I decided right now I'm actually not going to better myself as a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you know what? we're gonna make the most of it, boys. We've been served a dish and we're gonna eat it. And we're gonna eat it cold. Yeah. We're gonna eat it cold and alone, but we're gonna eat it. <laughs> wow, the new, the, my new sayings are they're very, um, very dark and pessimistic, really. Yeah, right. It's new so, brand new tone for you, Hillary. Yeah, it really is. It's very anti Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> where's the All real right, Hillary? Well, <laughs> yeah, where's the real Hillary? I think the best way to end this podcast is, um, for us to say the song or album that we listen to the most over the Christmas break. How about that? Okay. Matt, you have this, or Malcolm, I should say, you have this prepared, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening <laughs> no, to... Uh, be fair, I threw this one at them right now. I've been listening to John Mayer, Slow Dancing in a Burning Room, live in LA. A lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. I'm live gonna... albums. Very nice. Very nice. Matt, what about you? Um, so I recently have listened to this album a couple times. It's called Return to the Center of the Earth. It's a, it's a concept album narrated by Patrick Stewart. 
um, and composed by Rick Wakeman, who's the keyboardist for Yes. And um, it's uh, about a, just over an hour, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Some good guest musicians so, show up. So it's called Return to the Center of the Earth. Nice concept album. And again, you get to hear Patrick Stewart narrate the whole thing, which is pretty sweet. Sweet. Well, that is phenomenal. Okay, I would love to. I, well, consider it added to the list. Uh, I do not like Christmas music very much. And uh, as anyone who's been paying attention to the content of the Christmas break, I'm a bit of a Scrooge. But um, one thing that I discovered this year that I really liked was Chance the Rapper's Christmas album. So I was listening to that a lot over the Christmas break. It was pretty good, yeah. And there's nice. one track with Hannibal Burris on it. Nice. Love yeah, it. it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's good. So that's, that's what I was... I mean, I know Christmas is over, but really the album holds up. Holds up out of season, I think. Uh, yeah. So anyways, that's it. We did it. First podcast of 2020. Woo! Hooray. Woo! 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 All right. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on guys. And, um, we'll see you all another time on the podcast. And for all of you listening, thank you for listening. For all of you watching, this one's just, this is just for you. <laughs> see, if you're listening, you missed that. You have no idea what happened. No so idea. you should go watch it. On- <laughs> that's, and that's see- my marketing tactic. See all of our beautiful faces. Yeah, exactly. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Crash Rhythms Play It Forward podcast. Uh, I hope that uh, you enjoyed some of our musical New Year's resolutions. And if you have any musical New Year's resolutions, I'd love to hear about them because maybe it'll uh, be something that I have to add to my list, something that'll make me a better musician in 2021. So uh, as always, listen to the podcast, which you just did. Read our blog, which is on our website. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, check out our YouTube channel where you can find a bunch of old videos, old quick clips, uh, and some old challenges that we did at the beginning of the Play Forward campaign. You can find it all there or on our Facebook page. All right, I will see you guys next week. Bye.